What's good, what's good, what's good? It's your boy Greg. Welcome to the channel. Welcome to the podcast, A Conversation with Family. Please subscribe, like, follow, leave your comments. You know the vibes. You know what I'm saying? So today, I see you trying to save some money today. You trying to figure out how can you sell your home without a real estate agent like myself. I get it. I get it. You don't see the value in a real estate agent. And besides, I see it too. Some real estate agents even take photos of your home with a cell phone. So you're like, Greg, I got a cell phone. I got a, I got a home. I could put it on Zillow. I could get buyers. I could do the same thing and save money. Trust and believe. I get it. Full disclosure, I'm a licensed real estate salesperson in New York State. My markets are Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, Bronx, Long Island, Westchester County, Nassau County, Suffolk County. Those are my markets, right? So let's get right into it. First and foremost, whether you're using a real estate agent or you're selling your home on your own, you need to be realistic when selling your home. First and foremost, let's speak about pricing, right? That's the driving factor of how you're going to stand out in the market, whether you're selling your home on your own or with a licensed real estate salesperson or broker, doesn't matter. So in this situation, since you're selling your home on your own, the first thing you have to do is collect some data. Now, the easiest way to collect data wherever you at in America, doesn't matter, is go on our best friend Zillow. This is what you do. All right. In regards to pricing your home, leave the ego at the door. You have to go by data. That's it. Period. Point blank. Period. All right. So if you own a brownstone, if you own a Tudor, Cape or ranch, whatever kind of home you own, how many bedrooms, bathrooms, if it's a multifamily, single family, you have to look in your area to see what's available just like that. So for an example, if you own a ranch home, for example, and you have three bedrooms, two bathrooms, you should only be looking in your neighborhood, only your neighborhood. You know why? Because when the bank comes to appraise, they're only going to look at your kind of house, the exact same size, bedroom count, bathroom count, and exact same neighborhood. So look in your neighborhood, only your neighborhood, not the better neighborhood over there or the worst neighborhood over there, only your neighborhood, right? So look for the ranch home with three bedrooms, two bathrooms, and see what's available. Don't even put a price range. Just put your neighborhood, style of home, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, and see what the price ranges are. After you go through about 10 to 20 homes, if that, if you have that many available in your neighborhood, which will be your market, then you can start going by an average to kind of see what's the average home based off condition and stuff like that. Whether it's a newly renovated, brand new construction, or just a home that's in fair condition, you have to be real with yourself, okay? Now that you see what's on the market, your competition, you have to see what, what closed. Just because your neighbor's home is going for Let's say in your neighborhood, the homes go for between $1 million at the lowest and $2 million at the highest. It doesn't matter if your direct neighbor is asking on the market $2.5 million. That does not matter. 
What matters is what actually closed. Because when the bank does the appraisal for your home, they're going to go by what homes has sold in the area that has already closed. That's the only way that the banks can appraise homes. And that's how professionals, real estate brokers, um, agents, attorneys, and other professionals, we value homes based off what's sold, not based off what someone is willing to sell their home for. So once you go to sold, you then have to see, okay, cool. I know what the neighborhood is asking. What has the homes in my neighborhood actually sold for? Okay. So now you kind of get an understanding of where you're at. So let's just say on average price point, the average home in your neighborhood in fair to good condition sells for $1.5 million. Let's just say some sell for less, some sell for more, but let's say the average price point on average and normally sells around is $1.5 million, right? If you would like to sell your home quickly and fast as if a sell by owner without a broker, whether this tactic work regardless, but you really need to use this because you need to stand out, right? You're for sale by owner, right? You want to get as much eyeballs on your home as possible. This tactic works regardless. If you are interviewing real estate agents, give me a call first. <laughs> but honestly, if you're, in, if you're interviewing real estate agents and brokers that are in the market and they know what they're doing, they'll tell you the same exact thing with what I'm about to say. So if the average home in the area is selling for $1.5 million, what I would do, I would price the home about 5 to 10% lower than the average um, home being sold for. Why? Because everyone loves a deal. Everybody loves a deal. You love a deal, I love a deal, right? So if you price the home just under market value, you're gonna have a, a line down the block. People are gonna get emotionally attached to the home. They're gonna be like, I gotta get the home. People will overspend when a home or anything for that matter is priced correctly for example if you're going on a shopping spree of a hundred dollars but everything's on sale right everything's on sale you might mess around and spend five hundred dollars because everything is on sale and you kind of get to see the true value because you're like oh man i can't miss out on these sales so let me so let me get it while it's hot so now you wind up spending five hundred dollars but your but your budget for the shopping spree was only a hundred dollars to begin with so the stores wind up getting you for another 400 bucks because it was priced correctly. Now, if something isn't priced correctly in the store, what you're gonna do? You're gonna negotiate, you're gonna tell yourself, I may not need it that much. Same thing work with homes. If you put it just under market value, your home will be have lines around the corner. Now, we got to that point. That's the most important part, pricing. Now. The sad truth about that is most real estate professionals and agents do not like working with for sale by owners. Why? Because you guys are not paying a commission. So when we have buyers in the market, typically the seller pays the commission and the buyer doesn't, right? So if I have a dozen clients looking for a similar home, I know 99.9% .9 of the time, none of my buyers are going to look to pay that commission. So even though you're priced correctly, it's gonna be difficult to get as much buys in as possible because you're not paying a commission to that broker. Now that now that buyer has to pay their broker a commission just to even do a deal with you. Okay? So even so that's kind of one of the cons of being a for sell by owner. Also, for sell by owners, 
once they do that, there's no code of ethics that realtors follow. There's no um, level of professionalism that the homeowner has to have. It's their home. They could do whatever they want to do. They don't even have to answer the phone. So most homeowners, when they get a phone call from a broker, say, hey, hey, my name is Greg. Um, hey, Mr. Owner of 123 Main Street, are you available to show? Now, since you're not looking to list with the agent, right, you may feel like I'm lying to you. You may feel like you're just trying to sell me on getting a listing, right? But in all reality, I may have the buyer. So most homeowners, they are that are selling on their own, they may be a little reluctant. You know, they may they may even come out a little rude, like don't expect a listing, but bring your buyer. Who wants to deal with that, right? No one wants to deal with that. We're dealing with dozens of clients, whether they're homeowners, brokers, or just buyers in the market. No one, no one wants to deal with someone that they don't know that has an attitude because you think we want the listing. Listen, brother, sister, all we want to do is do the deal so we can get a commission, go home, make everyone happy. That's it. It's not that serious, right? So I'm helping you out. So when you're for sell by owner, you have to be warm and welcoming. Every phone call you get, you have to act as a broker in a sense for yourself because that could be the deal that you're looking for. I always say, try to act like everyone in the transaction is smarter than you. And hopefully, whatever they're calling you for, you're looking for. So always be warm and welcoming to make our job easier. Because to be honest, like I said, just in general, without the commission, without the headache, most agents don't want to do a deal with a for sub owner. It just doesn't really work out the way it would normally work out with a broker, okay? There's no professionalism. There's no code of ethics. There's nothing. There's just someone looking to sell their home, and we don't even know if you're serious or not. If you're not serious enough to get a broker, how do we know that you're real, right? So to kind of stand out, price correctly, be warm and welcoming, and let people know I am a real seller in the market, right? Now, the only caveat about being a facade by owner without having to say anything, you're not paying the commission. So regardless if the home is priced correctly, your buyer pool is gonna shrink anyway. It's gonna shrink because agents are not gonna bring their buyers to your home. And in fact, if an agent bring a buyer to your home, that's like the last resort. Like your home is the last, last stop. Like the last stop, all right? So that's what you're dealing with just by default. You know, unfortunately, when you don't, retain or hire a broker it doesn't look like you're serious at all you know to some degree it may look like you're just testing the market so again like i said price your home correctly be warm and welcoming right to people that are coming to see your home because you'll never know right now i'm doing a deal with the facade owner it's a co-op somewhere in queens the lady's actually respectful shout out to her um everything is going smooth as possible but those situations are rare they are really really rare and also think about this right let's just say you know what greg i'm not doing that i'm gonna price my home the way i want to or let's say you did listen let's say you did price your home the correct way your buyer pool has shrunk right i i, I told you that already right now if a hundred people were supposed to see your home let's say 10 people now see your home because you're a sub owner because you're not paying the commission and the buyer is not even thinking about paying their broker a, their broker a commission now side note to buyers so now as you see the competition is a little bit less with a for sale by owner so if you're smart you will pay your broker whatever commission you guys make up because it's less competition you see what i'm saying it's not that many buyers with a for sale by owner it's just not going to happen 
let's get back to the, to the other side, back to the homeowners. So instead of, instead of having 100 buyers, you now have 10. And now out of 10, two may give you an offer. One may lowball you because they, they don't really respect that you know what you're doing or just trying to finesse you because you don't have any representation, right? Why not? So now you may have one real buyer. Now, let's say you did price correctly. And let's say that one real buyer came up to just market value to that 1.5. Now what? You only got 1.5. Job well done. No commission. Got the 1.5. Everybody's happy. You're happy. Everyone's happy, right? So that's how you sell your home without a real estate agent. Now, here's where you could have made way more money than you thought you'll be saving. So, for example, for easy math, if the commission is in New York City, top of the line commission is 6%. Everyone knows that on a million dollars, 6% is $60,000, right? So, if you feel like you want to save $60,000, that's cool, that's dandy. But what if that real estate broker or professional, their network is bigger than yours? So, if it's priced just under 1.5 in the previous example, right? Instead of having 100 buyers, we're not going to have 300 buyers because our network between just, you know, our these brokerages in New York City is spending millions and millions, even in Long Island, Hamptons, everywhere, Westchester, they're spending millions and millions of dollars in lead generation and exposure to put themselves in front of the consumer. So our network is way more bigger than yours by default. So if I get a listing and I price your home at one two point at one million two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, one point two five, and the home is really going for one point five, I could mess around and get you one point nine, because for one, the brokers know the the seller is serious because you have another broker, I have buyers, other brokers have buyers, our marketing we invest way more money than you're willing to invest, you know, and that's another thing too, right? So, when you go and you look on Zillow. And you may say, oh, my neighbor is priced at home for 2.5 when the neighborhood's only going for $2 million. Are you really following up with that transaction? Because if you follow up with the transaction, you just ask your neighbor, hey, what's your contract price going for? Because a lot of times people don't change, agents don't change the, agents don't change the, uh, the asking price until it's closed. So it might say contract and contract pending at 2.5, but in all reality, they, they only got 1.8, but you would never know until contract, right? So back to what I was saying, our network is way bigger. So when, when we're priced correctly or even a little overpriced, we have more eye, eyeballs than a for sale by owner would actually have. So technically, if you was to retain a broker that know what they're doing, professional pictures, international presence, you know, obviously domestic uh, presence, a lot of advertising dollars paid behind just brand awareness, we would get about almost 40, 50% more than if a sub owner would actually get. So if the, if the commission you're scared about is 6%, you're gonna make way more than what you would have saved. And in fact, you might have a bidding war. A broker has way more buyers. So I may have five to seven buyers that's highly interested with offers ready to go. So now we have a bidding war going on. So granted, you sold your home to that one buyer Right, that stood out, and you said, "Whatever, let's sell." I got my fair one point five million dollars. I'm cool. It's a fair trade. Does you know you made whatever you wanted to do actually happen? Cool, no problem. But you could have got one point eight, one point nine with a broker. You understand? So if you take off six percent, I'm, I'm just saying that because that's the standard of 
what it is. That's public information. You know, we're not price fixing here. <laughs> we're just giving out uh, examples to the homeowners. Okay. So yeah, because commission is a sensitive topic. So back to what I was saying. So the money that you would have saved anyway, you're kind of losing because with a broker, you're going to make way more money because we have a bigger network. That's just the bottom line. And people take us more serious than the homeowner. You know, like, like I said, a for sale by owner is the last home someone is looking to, someone is looking to, um, go after because the, the buyer has to pay a commission. And like I said to the buyers, just know that the competition is really, really slim with the for sale by owners. So you could get a deal and I'm a professional now and I'm saying that. So to answer your question, you can sell your home on your own without the real estate agent. I hope I answered your question. Um, and, and yeah, and that's really about it. You know, you could definitely facilitate your own deal, but you're going to leave a lot of money on the table because your network is just not as strong as that real estate broker on your best day it's just not so you're missing out on another six seven eight nine buyers that you could have leveraged you know fear of missing out leverage because i could make one phone call and say hey i have this listing on 123 main street you know we're looking to go into contract with the next two weeks you know we're underpriced give me your best and final offer people are going to go crazy because they're like greg has a new listing what's going on i gotta jump on it i know he's a serious professional i gotta get on it but if you, if a sub by owner comes to the market, you'll get some phone calls. You may not even be in the mood to talk to a real estate professional that have a buyer. You know, I I even seen some people that said, um, for sub like for sub by owner, no agents. How are you looking to sell your home with no agent? It's a, it's impossible. And I'm explaining to you how. So like I explained in one of my videos about Zilla permit agent, I'm, I'm gonna put it in the link so you guys can actually see that. You will always deal with the agent as a facade by owner because agents invest into lead generating on Zillow. So while you're thinking you're going to get that phone call directly from that buyer just by going on Zillow, that buyer is going to be intercepted with an agent anyway. So the buyer you, you think you would have had, you technically don't have because agents are paying for lead generating on the same platform. You're looking to get direct leads from anyway. Zillow is not going to tell you that. So yeah, I've seen people that say no agents. And I'm like, well, how are you going to sell your home if, if you don't have any agents? You understand? Like I said, it's really, really rare. You know, I'm doing a deal with the facade by owner now, and it's really rare. My client, he found he found the home. Um, I was like, you sure? You sure? Because this is this is a facade by owner. You know, how can we really trust this person? You know, you know, this person could be desperate for what we know. They could be misleading us. We don't know. You know, it's a facade by owner. Like, I even told my client that he, he's a buyer, was was looking to buy a home. And, you know, I was, you know, a little nervous for him, you know, because unfortunately, like, for sale by owners, you know, it's a thing. They just can't be trusted because of, you know, they, they, they may just be misleading you just to sell their home because you never know their situation. See, with a real estate broker, we held to a higher standard. So a, a broker can't lie to me about the status of a home. They can't lie. A, a, a for sale by owner, you know, other agents may, may not even go because... How can we we vet and really trust even the attorneys you you're, you're looking to um, use? You understand? So again, on a positive note, you know you can really sell your home on your own, but you're gonna miss out on a lot of money. You know that you would have made with an agent. Even a subpar agent can sell your home and get you way more money than you on your best day because it's hitting the MLS, it's hitting the market. 
people know it's a real situation. You know, when, once you hire a broker, they know you're real. They know that you're, you're serious. You're ready to go. You're doing um, showings by appointment. You're doing open houses. Like, this is going to happen quickly and fast. So you're losing about, you know, at least, I'm going to say 30 to 40%, you know, of markup on, on what you would actually save. So if you're looking to only save 6%, just know on average, I'm going to even be nice about it. If you're trying to save 6%, I'm going to say you're losing at least 14%, period. You're losing at least 14% of not retaining a broker if that's what it's really about. So, again, I gave you free information. I showed you how to price correctly. I showed you how to, you know, kind of leverage your home against other homes. And also, with pricing, you have to be, you know, kind of realistic, you know. If your home is not the newest home on the block, but then there's another new home on the block that's brand new or newly renovated, you, you you could say to yourself, like, oh, my home looked better than that home, and it's not even renovated. You have to understand people will pay a premium if a home is brand new or newly renovated over a home that's in fair condition. That's just the bottom line. Look at yourself. Would you buy, would, would you pay the same amount of money for a fair condition home than a brand new home? Answer is no. You, you wouldn't do it. You're going to try to bargain because you're going to say, well, that home is brand new and they're asking for the same price. How can you how can you justify? Right. So you have to leave the ego at the door. You can't say, well, my home looked better. It's not about your home looking better to you or not. It's about the the facts of the matter. You know, if your home is brand new, if it's magazine ready, you know, you could ask the top of the line because you've you've invested a significant amount of money to have your home look brand new with top of the line finishes. But if your home is not top of the line and, and you've been keeping up with it, but, you know, you did a little work here, a little work there, your home will be in fair to good condition. So you have to price your home based off the facts, not based off what you think, you know, your home could go for because you are attached to your home. And that's another thing. If you overprice your home, nobody's definitely not going to come. Like, they're really not going to come. So, yeah, if you overprice your home, people are not going to come to the home, you know? Like, it, it becomes a stale listing. It becomes the home that's always overpriced. So you definitely want to price your home correctly from the beginning, whether you're using an agent or not. You know, you have to have your home be attractive as possible. Your home is attractive by the price, not by the condition. Sure, the condition plays a factor, but the price is the most attractive, not the finishes, not everything else. Sure, if you have a brand new house and it's priced correctly, then the marble, the chandelier stand out more. But if you're over... If you're overcharging for a brand new house, the chandeliers don't look too good. The marble don't look too good. You dig what I'm saying? So that's really the bottom line. So like I said, just to recap again, um, price your home correctly. You know, find data on Zillow, see what's active and see what closed. What closed is way more important than what's active. What active is a fairy tale. What's active on the market, what they're asking is are not real. It's only real when it's sealed and it's closed. That's it. So once you get those things down packed, at least try to get some professional pictures. I know you have a sell by owner, but at least try to get some professional pictures. Do not get some, you know, cell phone pictures, no no iPhone pictures. Get some professional pictures, you know. When I see people with cell phone pictures and the home looks kind of okay, I might show my buyer. I might. I'm like, ugh. Because then the home might be, you know, the home might be how it's represented, which is bad anyway. And I don't want to waste my client's time with cell phone pictures because you're not taking it serious or your representation is not taking it serious. So I'd rather go where 
this professional pictures. You understand? So get some professional pictures, um, price the home correctly, leave the ego at the door, and like I said, be warm and welcoming to everyone that calls your phone because you are in the market. You know, you have to deal with real estate professionals. So like I said, just be warm and welcoming to everybody that calls your phone because even though you you listed your home on Zillow, truly your street easy, realtor.com, the, 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 the leads you would have got from those websites are being intercepted by other agents anyway. So you have to deal with a real estate professional anyway. And honest to God, you really want to deal with a real estate professional even on the buy side, even if no one's representing you on the sell side, because at least you know that buyer is serious. How do you know who a buyer really is if they're coming by themselves? How do you know? There's no one really co-signing for them. You don't really know. At least that real estate professional you know, broker or agent can say, hey, Mr. 123 Main Street or Miss 123 Main Street, my buyer is serious, they're pre-approved, they're vaccinated, they can come into your home, they're looking to close as soon as possible, they either have a high down payment or all cash, and is vetted because we cannot lie to the public. We are held to a standard by law. We have to follow the code of ethics. You understand? So this is our career. We're consumer-facing. So the moment I lie to you, excuse me, as a consumer, I lose my license because now I'm misleading you. And that's not my job. My job is to be honest and, and, and forthgoing, even if you're not my client. So if I have a client for you, I have to be as transparent as possible with that client. So that's really about it. Um, I wish you guys luck for those that offer sell by owners. I wish you guys luck that even hired a real estate agent because some of them just don't know what they're doing anyway. If you're looking to sell your home, buy or rent in New York City, Long Island, Nassau County, Suffolk County, Westchester County, Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, Manhattan, call me, call me. I'm your guy. My name is Greg Gilmore. And um, highlight me, man. Please subscribe, like, leave your comments. Let me know how you're feeling. Let me know how you like the video. You know, if you have any other questions, comment you know what i'm saying follow me on social media follow me on linkedin um and that's really about it so i'm gonna highlight y'all stay safe and happy new year's one